Now, back to the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Uh, in regards to the ticket giveaway that, that we did uh, right before the, the end of Hokie Hour for the Hokie tickets to the Florida State game, um, there was a bit of confusion. We had the winner on the line, then there was a bad connection, uh, and then someone else called in, and we told them, listen, we have to give this other guy a chance to call back in, but if he doesn't, then you go ahead and call back in and we'll give you the tickets. This is what Lobro was dealing with. <laughs> um, so I'm here to let everybody in, in the whole process know that uh, the person who had the bad phone connection but was the original winner did call back in, and we were able to give them the, the the tickets that they or the information they needed to get the tickets. So everyone that was waiting for in case the first guy didn't call back in, sorry, uh, but we will have a pair of tickets to every home game from now until the end of the season. Yes, so be, be listening. So keep tuning in. We'll, we'll hopefully be able to get you uh, over there to, to Castle Coliseum. But for right now, the original winner got the tickets, and we're good to go. We are great to go. Okay, great to go. Um, before we jump back into the, this esports conversation, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go ahead uh, and make sure you're covered in everything going on and elsewhere in, in I'm going to say it, real sports. Got you covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. Hokie fans, listen up. I know it's technically the football offseason, but I'm going to go ahead and say spiritually there is no offseason for football. A huge recruiting weekend for the Hokies when it comes to the not only the class of 2021, but also someone that may be making an absolutely immediate impact for the Hokies this upcoming season. Uh, when it comes to players that will be on campus considering the Hokies for their future, there is a transfer from Marshall wide receiver Obi Obialo. Uh, he started at, at Oklahoma State, transferred to Marshall, had some good seasons, 2018, put up 42 catches, 505 yards, four touchdowns. Last year in just four games before deciding he wanted to sit out the following uh, parts of their season and enter his name into the portal, he had 18 catches for 244 yards and no touchdowns. So the Hokies are in the mix for him, and that might mitigate some of the losses that the portal has taken away from the Hokies in the form of Damon Hazleton, who has committed to Missouri, Hezekiah Grimsley, Phil Patterson, Jacoby Pinckney, who, who have all made their way into the portal. In other recruiting news, on campus for the Hokies this offseason, or excuse me, this weekend, scheduled four stars, Naquan Brown, Landon Watson, Jordan Dingle, three stars, Jordan Poole, Jalen Stroman, and those five individuals make up maybe the future of Hokie recruiting. Not saying those five, gar five guys are, are that important, not saying they aren't, but what I am saying is they all come from different states for the most part. Naquan Brown, comes from Virginia Beach. Landon Watson comes from Hutto, Texas. Jordan Dingle comes from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Jordan Poole comes from Oakboro, North Carolina. And then Jalen Stroman, another Virginia recruit. And not just that, he is a younger brother of Greg Stroman, Hokie legend. So this weekend, we get to see if this new revamped Hokie coaching staff can recruit like we think they might be able to. Bill Tierlink, defensive line coach. Daryl Tapp, defensive assistant. Guess what? All of that talk about we can get defensive linemen to the NFL. 
Talk that talk to Naquan Brown and Landon Watson. They are the second-ranked player in Virginia and the 29th-ranked player in Texas, and they deserve your A pitch. Give them your fastball. Hokie basketball, to, to transition very quickly here, will be playing Florida State at home at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And we'll have time later this week to get into the X's and O's and what the Hokies have to do to combat Leonard Hamilton's top 10-ranked squad. But what I will tell you right here, right now, is this game is meaningful. This game would give the Hokies a reset button if they're able to pull off the upset. If they beat Florida State, suddenly the NCAA tournament uh, comes back into focus, back into a possibility. But it is going to take a win like this. So they need opportunities going up against teams that are perceivably much better than them in order to have a chance to take it down. Uh, Basketball late game fights. If you want to know where KU Kansas State got the idea from to start shoving because they felt disrespected, look no further than the NBA. Grizzlies and Knicks last night, a late three by Jay Crowder, and immediately, no hesitation, almost before his feet hit the ground, Alfred Payton has a forearm into his chest and shoves him into the stands. Marcus Morris gets involved. Three different players are ejected with just under a minute to go in the game. I'll tell you like this. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and college basketball is nothing but the offspring of the NBA. If you want to control the, the, the younger players, control their role models. The basketball, the NBA world needs to do a better job of it. Also, it is Thursday of Super Bowl week, everybody. Mahomes. Can he be the guy to finally be the high-powered offensive player that takes down the best defense in the game? We shall see. What I will say is this. My guy Dan Orlovsky, ESPN analyst, broke it down expertly. RPOs, run-pass options that the Chiefs run, will force the Niners out of their comfortable zone defense. And once they are out of their zone defense, their man-to-man abilities will be tested. It's always been the the uh, knock on Richard Sherman that he plays in that zone. The rest of the Niners and Sherman are going to have to be able to guard a plethora of Chiefs players, whether it is Tyreek Hill, whether it is Travis Kelsey, or any of the other numerous options and weapons they have on the field. You're going to have to be able to stick with them, and that will be the difference. Can this Niners defense, with all of the hype that they have, keep up with the Chiefs when they force the Niners to go ahead and play man? Tim Donnelly Show, that is got you covered. Now it's time for the conversation we've been teasing the entire show, this eSports conversation. First of all, I've, I've put it out there. I've given the opportunity. I've solicited opinions from those that are more educated on the subject than I am. Why would Virginia high schools, supported by the Virginia High School League, the VHSL, sanction eSports as an activity encouraged by schools for students to be involved in. Now, now I've gone down this esports path before, and maybe, maybe I could be persuaded that it is not a complete waste of time, right? Uh, maybe uh, I... I the fact that esports is a booming industry, and if you are one of the very few lucky ones to get signed to a very, very uh, high-profile, lucrative team, that you might be able to make some pretty pennies, right? So perhaps 
If all the stars align for you, it can be a decent investment of your time. That does not mean I believe high school should be encouraging it. Right? It, it, it's, it's like this. If, if a school encourages you to, to participate in athletics, and I don't consider esports athletics, there is a small, teeny, eensy, weensy, teeny, weeny, little, tiny chance that you end up a professional athlete, right? Just like I'm sure if you participate in the esports team, there's an eensy, weensy, teeny, weeny, itsy, bitsy, little, tiny chance that you end up a professional esports superstar. I mean, that's the same thing, too, with things like chess club and stuff like that. Like, you might become, like, the chess state champion or the chess national champion. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's not like athletics and stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, VHSL isn't, you know, putting chess in there. But, you know, just throwing that out there. Here's the the thing. If If you spend four years of your life in high school dedicated to basketball, soccer, track, whatever, and you don't end up one of that tiny percentage that ends up making money off of their sport, all you have is a healthier lifestyle and a propensity for staying in good physical condition. If you're not one of the few that become an esports professional athlete, all you have is a propensity for sitting and playing video games. I mean, it's not just to say that that is everything they do, though, because there are the, like, I had. Like, you know, and this is also... And this, this is this is where low bro comes in no, because I'm, I'm not, you do just, play video games. And I, as I have said, I'm uneducated and, on the I mean, subject. Honestly, I mean, I don't play... I mean, when I was in high school, like esports, I mean, they were just... It seemed like they were just kind of getting started. But like, I had friends and people that I knew that would play on the football team or play on the basketball team. And they played video games, like, I don't want to say profusely, but they played video games a lot. Like, that's a lot of what they talked about. So they were able to divide their time up. And they were probably, honestly, a lot of them were good enough to probably have been in, in like, tournaments and things like that. And we were we were talking about this. If, like, I'm not saying everything I did in high school, when I between the ages of where 14 to, to 18, I'm not saying that everything I did was always accomplishing something towards personal development that's going to make me a more attractive person in the workplace. I'm not saying that. I would never say that. Right. But I didn't expect there to be a hanging out with my buddies sanctioned event at the high school. Well, well if, I mean, if, what, what's prom? What's homecoming? That kind of thing. It's not VHSL san- sanctioned. That is true. You had, school, to bu- you had school. to pay. You had to buy tickets. You essentially had to pay quite a bit for things like your athletic equipment, stuff like that. Too. True. True. Are they buying the computers? No. Are, are the kids paying for the game? Like, they like might, well, they might. You never know. At, at the, they don't buy the point. computers. I'll tell you that much. At least not in the picture that uh, that I was hmm. seen posted by Brooke Leonard, uh, who is a uh, sports reporter at WSLS ten. Um, picture of the William Byrd High School uh, esports team, which competed in the state championship yesterday, uh, is very much using like computer lab computers, and they have blankets on, and they are have their hoods up, <laughs> and they're sitting and and staring at a computer. And that when I think of esports, that's not generally what I think about. Though, like I think of these prestigious kind of like guys in like soccer esque okay. uniforms. If, if if we take just esports as an industry off the table, if we can all agree that esports as an industry is something that could be worth pursuing, 
similar to, to, you know, a person that takes an interest in any industry outside of school and spends their personal time on the industry. If we say that's okay, right? Which we can have that debate another day because I'm on the opposite side of it. But if we assume that is fact, I still don't have an answer for why the Virginia High School League and high schools in general should be involved. And, and that's what I was looking for. And I asked it on Twitter and I got an- answers ranging from it's a monster sport and growing tons and tons of money evolved, uh, which my response to that is simply money being a, a lucrative business shouldn't necessarily be taught in high school, right? We don't, we don't teach oil fracking in, in high school, even though there's a ton of money in it, right? Money shouldn't be the, the main thing. Um, at Bogey Bando said, I'd argue more kids will play professional esports than professional athletic sports in 15 years. S- told me, surprise, you're not aware how massive th- that industry is and will be. Check out Cod League. It's amazing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. Like, I, I honestly. Sports, I need to get this out just okay, to respond. Right. Sports aren't about producing professional athletes. It's about the benefits you get from playing sports while in high school. Whereas this is centered on making a lot of dough, right? That's, that's the that's only that's the only answer I've gotten. That's the only answer I've gotten. And that's not to say that like all of this is gonna end up being like having kids that don't like care, don't have productive lives. Like I I remember I was reading I read something about a professional gamer who was streaming like mm-hmm. a couple of days ago or something, and he took the money that he received to pay off his mom's student debt. Like we that's can, pretty awesome. We can argue about the productivity for society that video games have another day. All I'm saying right now is the VHSL and Virginia high schools using resources towards a esports team. Uh at DRC 0831 responded with uh for resume building and college acceptance. And this is where I asked like I needed, I need more education here. If there are two resumes in front of a college uh, acceptance counselor or whatever, the college acceptance officer, does the one that says four-year member of my high school's Call of Duty team look more attractive than one that doesn't have that line on the resume? That's that's the question. And I think I think the main thing that like seems to bother you and stuff too is that it's being it's being treated like it's a physical sport, right? Or even is, like is, debate is team, it? or even like like it's being treated like something that um, I believe gives them more benefits. Like debate team's actually pretty cool. I've I've actually and and another response was it's a safe place uh, for kids to game who don't have the resources to game at home. That's where I kind of have it. I don't want school resources going towards video games. I can't have it. There are kids that can't afford to eat at home. I there are kids agree. that can't afford textbooks. There are textbooks that still say Pluto is a planet. There's textbooks like in my high school that were falling apart. I don't want that money going so kids can go play on whatever planet Halo is played on. The fake one that they make up for a video game until every like there's so many other money is not unlimited, and that's the thing. Like we can't talk about this all day. We do have to get out of here. And yeah. and, and and but but that's the thing. someone like, convinced me better. But, so actually, we got a tweet here. Let's see if it's about it. Um, the first thing that comes to mind when when this person Jack Flash nine six one nine six eight says first thing that comes to mind when I think about esports is the episode of South Park where they play World of Warcraft for hours on end to beat the big fat lazy guy. That's why I need someone tell me it's something different than that. 
Someone convince me it's something different than that and why it should be in high schools. Still waiting. I and mean, the thing is, like, uh, 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 I'm just saying, we gotta I, go to break. I'm just saying, I want a faster GPU too. But man, yeah, I 100% agree with your statement about the other resort. Like, it could go to other things. We gotta take a break. When we come back, quick thoughts on the Super Bowl. Stick around. Your daily dose of adrenaline. Adrenaline shot here. <laughs> the Tim Donnelly Show will be right back on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, a.m. Uh, Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, obviously. Uh, biggest game of the year, television event of the year. Best commercials of the year. Most watched concert of the year. Who's even doing the concert this um, year? J-Lo and Shakira. Oh, okay. I completely it's in Miami, right? Got, got the little... Uh, the Latin flair. It'll be a good oh, time. Nice. Uh, it is the pizza eating capital or biggest day of the year. Uh, wing Roth put it. Yeah, wing eating, wing eating, beer drinking, all that. It's it's all on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also comes down to a pretty big football game, right? And there's also you know Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy G dueling it out for their supremacy of of you know young studly quarterbacks. Right. Um, Dan Orlovsky works for ESPN. He's an analyst, and he pointed out something that that. I think was worthy of me passing along to you. The San Francisco 49ers defense is unbelievable, but they play a a zone defense primarily, right? Doesn't mean it's good, bad, or indifferent. It just means that's what they do, and that's what they're really good at. The Chiefs run more RPOs, run pass options, than any team in the league. RPOs are known to destroy zone defenses, right? They put a strain on zone players and make them make a decision in a case where they're always wrong. So if the Chiefs do that early and force San Francisco into man, this entire game will come down to if San Francisco has the ability to have man-to-man cover guys that can stick with the speed and elusiveness and versatility of Kansas City's offensive weapons. Can Richard Sherman run with Sammy Watkins? Can the, 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 the secondary of San Francisco, which has been very good, match up with Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, Nicole Hardman, right? Can, can they do that? That's what it's going to come down to. Because, because once Kansas City gets you into man, right? They run all those RPOs to make sure you have to play man. Once they get you into man, they have the speed and they run the rub route, right? That little pick that's not a pick, the legal pick, the legal screen. Uh, They run that rub route to beat your man defense. And you have to be on your P's and Q's with your I's dotted and your T's crossed and your game shoes laced up tight to be able to stop that offense. They may not have the running game that some of the other teams have had that made it deep into the playoffs, but their passing game is so multiple. The screen game, the RPO game, the deep ball, the, the, the movement passes, it's all there, so they don't need it. And what it's going to come down to, I'll say it again, is can San Francisco, when forced to play man, can they stop Kansas City at all? Can they slow them down? That's what it is. Take a break. When we come back, it's Thursday, which means it's time for Truth or Trash next.
Tim Donnelly Show is back here on the Talk of the New River Valley. Before we jump into truth or trash, truth. At some point in your life, someone's going to back up and hit you. Trash? It's it's great. It's it's great. That statement is absolutely trash. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I was going to say trash, and I was like, wait. Wait. It, okay, hang on. Let me restart. That was a rewind. Trash. It's trash. It sucks when it happens. It's absolutely miserable. There you go. Take two. Got it. Um, <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm not sure. The intro took a weird move, but but the the meat and potatoes is still there. Collision plus is is what you should be thinking of. Um, if someone has if someone drives like Lobro just tried to speak, then you're gonna end up with a dent in your car. Uh, 540-953-3910 is the number to call to get that dent taken care of. Auto body repair, auto paint refinishing, vehicle pin striping, frame and unibody straightening, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, enterprise car rental, all at two convenient locations right here in the New River Valley. One in Blacksburg, one in Christiansburg. Again, that phone number, 540-953-3910. Now, truth or trash. Is it truth or trash? All right. Uh, here's how truth or trash goes. Um, Lobro's going to read a statement. I have not seen, heard, read any of these statements. As uh, soon as the, the statement is read, I will say whether it is truth or trash. I will then state my case. I will be as convin- convincing and persuasive as possible. Uh, if at the end Lobro is on my side, you will hear this. If he is not on my side, if he is still on the wrong side, you will hear this. Followed up by me getting mad at Lobro. Always. I can just, honestly, I can just sit here and breathe wrong and Tim gets mad. That's just not saying. true. Just Don't saying. woe just is saying. me. Just saying. Oh, everybody gets sad for Lobro. Number one. Which, by the way, you guys might oh. not know this. Lobro, like, he's the one that controls, like, microphones that are turned on and everything. He's he If he ever really did feel like he was... Uh, getting in trouble. There's things that he could uh, that he could fight back with. Sabotage. So so don't think he's in here. You know he didn't. He's not in a knife fight with a with a wet piece of spaghetti. He's he's got a knife <laughs> as well. I don't know, man. Wet piece of spaghetti. That'd be interesting. Anyways, number one, recruiting on a wider scale is the way to ensure future success for the Hokies. So I'm, I'm assuming this means out of state. Like the Texas, and yes. you're going to different states like you were mentioning. Um, mm, tough, 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 tough. Because I still believe you can win with a team made up primarily of players from Virginia. The, the, the thing is, you just have to get the players from Virginia that you want. As of late, that hasn't been happening. Penn State has been coming down, recruiting the state very well. Clemson recruits the top recruits out of the state very well. North Carolina uh, recruits the state very well. So, so if you are not equipped to go up against those teams and win the battles that you need to, guys like Naquan Brown who are on campus this weekend for the Hokies, if you are not equipped, you are not confident in yourself, or, or it's just not realistic that you win the battles for those types of guys. The Tony Grimes of the world, who's a five-star corner uh, in Virginia Beach. The Naquan Brown, who's a four-star defensive end out of Virginia Beach. If you are not equipped, confident in yourself to win those battles, then it is absolutely necessary that you you go find where you can win. And, and if for this coaching staff it is Texas or it is Florida or it is 
Kentucky, or name your your spot, North Carolina, then then go do it. So, I mean, the to put such a black and white answer on it is tough. Um, but I'm going to say truth. You have to diversify like a bit um, until you prove that you can win. You know those Virginia battles at a, at a higher rate. I mean, honestly, if they can go out there and recruit the way Penn State's recruiting. Virginia, like they should go be... up to. They should go get Pennsylvania, right? They should go oh, get. They should, they should go get Western Pennsylvania quarterbacks. Go get the next Matt Ryan. Ha, there you go. Number two, mm-hmm. fights in the NBA are worse than fights in college basketball. Yes, absolutely, and and here's why: they're adults. And I'm not saying college athletes aren't adults, but but they should be more mature at the professional level, right? Um, and the top, there's a trickle down. Like if if you're uh, if you're in an elementary school, your sixth graders are jerks. Your fifth graders want to be like your sixth graders. Your fourth graders want to be like your fifth graders. Your third graders want to be, and it, it, and it trickles down. Same is true in anything, right? If you are um, in a business and your manager is leaving early every single Friday at one, guess what? Pretty soon, the people that work for him are going to bounce at one fifteen. And pretty soon, or work for him or her are going to bounce at one fifteen. And pretty soon, the you know the lower level people they're not going to be the only ones in the office at two, so they bounce at one thirty. Uh, and, and the same works for the NBA. The the NBA, if if they get so disrespected by teams trying to score with a twenty point lead in a minute le- a minute or less on the clock that they're fighting, we can't be surprised when college athletes have someone that tries to score while winning by 20 with a minute or less on the clock, starting a fight. It, it's, I mean, the act of fighting is equal, right? I don't care if you fight, you fight, or you fight. You're all dumb for fighting. But NBA fights tend to lead to more fights at lower levels because that's what everyone's modeling themselves off after. High school, you know. Uh, no, it, might, it might even be a subconscious thing. You might even be thinking about you just, it. You just think yeah. it's, that's how, what happens. It's a hockey thing, right? Yeah. Hockey guys fight because hockey guys fight. If NBA players start fighting, then basketball players are going to fight because basketball players fight. Um, it, it is worse in the NBA level, and, and I do think it should stop. Number three, I think you'll appreciate this one. It's extremely refreshing to not be talking about the Patriots during the Super Bowl week. I've, I've seen this meme a ton, which it's, it's a map of the United States, and it has um, Kansas in red. It has California, or excuse me, Kansas in orange. Uh, it has California in red, and it has everything else in another color, green, blue, black, whatever. And, and then the, the, the legend says orange is teams, uh, peop- uh, states pulling for Kansas City. Red is states pulling for San Francisco. And then whatever the other color is, red, green, blue, orange, whatever, or not red or orange, um, it says, just happy that the Patriots aren't involved. Hmm. And I don't get it. Like, is everyone really against greatness? Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Patriots fan, right? I have the teams that I root for. But if the teams that I root for aren't in the Super Bowl, like if, if, if you know, it's one of those deals where, like, uh, you're voting for MVP, but you can't vote for your own player, if that makes any sense. Like, at the end, end of the year awards, it's, uh, you know, everybody write down who you think should be MVP of the team, but you can't vote for yourself. Okay. So you got to vote for someone else. Like, if it can't be my favorite team, why wouldn't I want to watch Tom Brady? Why wouldn't I want to watch the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick? Why would I want those guys sitting at home? Now, I don't like the Patriots, right? 
And my dad is a Patriots fan, grew up in New England, and he's literally my entire life he's been obnoxious, right? Like that's just what New England fans are, right? Because for the the first 30 years of his life, 40 years of his life, whatever it was, uh, no one in New England won anything. And he still has that chip on his shoulder despite the fact that New England has won everything this in, this entire uh, uh, um, century. So, so, so I'm not saying like, oh, I'd love to have to deal with Patriot fans, but I can appreciate greatness. So, so no, I'm not happy that we don't have to deal with, with the Patriots, um, you know, replace Kansas city with new England. What does it do to me? What does it change me? Right. I, I still like seeing Tom Brady. Oh, I almost gave you a buzzer for that one. I was not, that's not the answer I was expecting to be honest with you. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Kansas city fan. I grew up a Broncos fan, which means Kansas City would actually be my rival, which I don't want to see them there. Uh, but I've kind of softened on my Broncos fandom as time has gone on. To be real, I don't. I honestly don't really know if – I don't know. I think it's one of those things like – I kind of meant that more from a standpoint. It's, it's just interesting seeing another – like different – two different teams, you know? Because the past couple Super Bowls, like, you know. Well, here's something interesting. Past 17 seasons, this was the first year the AFC Championship game did not have Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, or Ben Roethlisberger. Wait, how many years? 17. Whoa. This was the first year they weren't there. Wow. So we we have diversity. Like, we have this year for the first time, we have a change of pace. Um, and they didn't win. Like, Flacco won one. Like, they didn't win it every year, but they played in the AFC Championship every year. One of those three guys. Um, so so we, we have a, a change, right? We have a mix-up here. Um, but I still like. I'd like to like if you if I, you gave me the opportunity. You said your team can't be in it, but you can have Drew Brees taking on Tom Brady. I'm excited for that Super Bowl. I'm excited for two of the greatest to ever do it, slinging it against each other. If you said uh, your team can't be in it, but you can watch Aaron Rodgers go against Tom Brady, I'm excited for that Super Bowl. It'd be hard for me not to be. All right, number four. Oh boy. Tim should stop trying to parent other people's children regarding esports. Let them do what they want. Parenting? I, I said you want to do it outside of school. That's that's between you and your parents. If if you want to sit, if you want to let your kids, or if your kids want to sit in front of the TV all day, that's fine. My kids won't. I don't have any kids. Don't have any on the way. But hopefully one day I will have some children. They will not be playing video games for for many hours. If you as a parent want to do that, that's on you. If you see that the reaction time of your kids gets improved and you're really into reaction time being something you want your kids to be good at, go ahead. Do you. Schools are different. That's my 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 big, 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 big bugaboo here. Schools are different. Tax money funds schools. That's where we, that's where we have problems. So, uh, uh, trash. Thank you. Um, do we have one more? Got uh, two more. All right, we'll go with one more because we're oh, we're pushing okay. time here. All right, changing pick the, your favorite. Changing the NBA logo to a silhouette of Kobe Bryant would be a great way to honor those of the past and the league as a whole moving forward. I, I agree. I, I do think it would make sense. Um, and and I said this yesterday. I was against it at first, um, but I do believe it, it makes sense partially because Kobe Bryant has a connection to the original logo. Jerry West is the the silhouette that is the logo now. Um, Jerry West was a great player, but he's arguably been more impactful on the league as an executive. And he actually traded for Kobe 
when he was running the Lakers. So uh, it's like it's 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 almost like, and I know it's not a perfect metaphor here, but it's almost like if if you set a legacy, you don't mind if your kids outdo it. Like if if uh, uh, Peyton Manning throws, for, I don't know how many yards, six sixty thousand yards. We'll just pick a number. I don't think he'd be upset if his son throws for sixty five. Because you like raise your like you not really like, you want to like, raise them to be better than you exactly yeah uh, and 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 you know if you're Jerry West you're like hey you know I traded for this guy I developed him in L A you know I'm proud of the fact that he will take my spot uh, and then the other thing is Jerry West you know still alive so oh yeah you know, like an honor to Kobe in his passing to to do it would be would be a cool thing I I absolutely agree. Cool. All right. So that's that's uh, five for five. Five for five. All bells, no buzzers. That's how we do it. All right. Let's uh, go to a break. Let's take a break when we come back. Picks. Hot coffee and hot takes. If he's taking interviews all over the place and he wants to leave, then there is absolutely no reason for you to feel any kind of attachment towards that guy. The Tim Donnelly Show will be right back on WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show back on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, a.m. Live inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline, 540-639-4900. As I said earlier, next week's Roth report, which is a week ago from yesterday, but it will be replayed a week ago today, um, will feature Louise Baker from Long & Foster, the Baker team over at Long & Foster. Um, they obviously present the the hotline, and uh, she'll be in studio along with Bill Roth for a, a really fun Roth report next week, so get ready for that. And also, uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll air a conversation featuring some guys from uh, the U.S. Army. So uh, th- that'll be a, a fun deal for tomorrow as well. So uh, a, couple of, a couple of people joining us in studio over the next couple of days of the Tim Donnelly Show, and we're always looking forward to that. Exciting. Also, you know, in, in person's always better, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, bands in person always better. It depends on the band and the sound really? system and stuff. Because I've been to, I've seen a couple of bands that sound system's not too good. You can't really. It's like you, the what singer, band is traveling with a well, bad sound system? Like I feel like the audio is pretty important for for. A yeah, band. I know. I've just I feel like I've I don't know. It just depends on. I think it's also a mixture of where you sit too. Because I've always sat like off to the I've always been seated off to like the sides like a little up higher rather than in the middle of everything so the mix I guess to my ears might not be oh, so as you good. have more advanced but, ears than I do I don't but, notice the mix ah uh, you work in radio Tim I, I work I work in talking um I, I I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you this much I've had producers and it's actually happened here with you and and sometimes big Nate as well where you guys come in and you're like you're sounding real tinny you're sounding real tinny and you know you're on the ground trying to fix things and playing with levers and switches and faders and all this stuff and in and in my ears i'm like i don't sound any i don't don't notice anything because i just i don't have it i don't have advanced ears like that i can't hear tinny or or thin or whatever you guys all the different adjectives you use to describe sound um but but what i was saying is um seeing someone in in person seeing someone live is always different uh for me comedians are that way seeing a comedian on their netflix special and then seeing them in person where they can interact with the crowd and where they can, you know, comment on on modern topics, topical information. Uh, it's always, always funnier when they can play to the room. Always funnier. Um, and that's where SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app come into play. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. 
Uh, get yourself tickets to see your favorite band live, hopefully with a good sound system, your favorite comedian live, a sporting event. Um, get the tickets on SeatGeek. They're transparent with you. They bring millions of tickets from all over the internet together to one app to make it as easy as possible for, for you to get tickets. Uh, I have it on my phone. By far the fastest and easiest way to get tickets just about anything. Uh, use promo code TIM, T-I-M, promo code TIM, T-I-M, to get $10 off your first purchase on the SeatGeek app. Picks. Uh, college basketball, top 18 matchup between Iowa and Maryland. Iowa 18, Maryland 15. I actually think Maryland is a sneaky, really good team this year. Might be one of the teams, as I look towards my bracket, that I that I you know maybe put through a couple more rounds than most people. Uh, and with that being said, give me the Terps. In the NBA, the Sixers are playing at the Hawks. Um, the Hawks are not very good. They've had some interesting storylines. Trey Young being a, a very, very bright spot um, and, and also being someone that has uh, been at the center of some of these games that have become tributes towards Kobe Bryant. Um, but but I don't think that's going to be enough uh, for, for them to beat the Sixers. Give me Philly. Raptors at Cavs. Uh, Cavaliers are tough. They're, uh, they're, just, they're just not playing good basketball. Uh, Raptors are a good team. Kyle Lowry uh, doing the, the dirty work that he always does. Give me the Raps. Hornets at Wizards. A uh, little, little local matchup here, right? Hornets, Charlotte, Wizards, D.C., a lot of fans in the area. Nice. Uh, I think they're kind of equally having rebuilding years. Um, and, and with that, when two teams are equal, we take the home team. This one's up in Washington, D.C., so give me the Wizards. Should be an exciting game then at that point. Or uh, competitive, right? It, yeah. It's exciting, competitive. Sometimes they go hand-in-hand, hand. entertaining. Uh, maybe not. I don't know if it'll be good basketball, but, but some of those other adjectives may end up working out. Um, Warriors at Celtics. Warriors continue to struggle. No sign of Steph Curry in the lineup form yet, uh, and the Celtics are pretty darn good, so give me the Celts. Jazz at Nuggets. This one's interesting to me. I think these are two of the more underrated teams in the Western Conference. Could very easily see either of these teams advancing in the playoffs, going on a nice little run. Um, I think with this, I think that the Nuggets are just a little bit better of a matchup, and they're at home. Give me the Nuggets. Kings at Clippers. This one's easy. The Kings stink. Clippers are at least extremely talented, even if they're, they haven't been playing as well as we thought as of late. Give me the Clippers. And that does it for our picks. That does it for our show. Uh, do want to remind everybody to follow us on social media at Donnelly Sports, at Donnelly Show on Twitter, the Tim Donnelly Show on Facebook. Um, the Donnelly Show Twitter account and the Tim Donnelly Show on Facebook would be the best places to find the podcast. Um, we post links, little descriptions. Uh, hour number two every single day is Hokie Hour if, if you're interested in what's going on with Hokie Nation. We just uh, ask that if you, if you do go and, and do the Apple podcast, uh, subscri- subscribe, like, rate, review, you know, click all the things, just all of the options that you have there. Click them all, uh, and we would really, really appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be back for a 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. show, like always, every single weekday. Uh, to round out the week on a Friday, send you into Super Bowl weekend, send you into uh, Hokies against Florida State. A-, a lot to get to tomorrow, including a conversation with the U.S. Army. Uh, so in- until then, have a great day and night, everybody.